0: Or one nighter, get your ears on for the Fitness Skills Podcast, not the Fitness Kills Podcast, even though they sound somewhat similar. Uh, over the next half hour or so, we're going to be giving you some tips and advice on getting more out of your physical training, so you can also get more out of the rest of your life. Amanda Fawcett, and here with me is the hero of the GMB Epic Saga, Doctor Ryan Hurst, Esquire, our program director and head coach, and just a hell of a, a nice guy. I love my new titles. That's I like good. That. I mean, you've, you've gotten good. some extra uh, professional Extra letters degrees. and, uh, yeah. yeah, I like Then you have to I go like to school it. for that shit. It's awesome. No,
1: well, it's all about credentials, though. It, it is. It
0: is. It's all so. about credentials. Uh, credentials so. are really important. Um, basically, the value of anything you say or do is really pretty much dependent on people you pay to tell you that it's okay to say and do those things. That's uh, it. That's pretty much it. Um so, with that said, let's uh today we're gonna be talking about some good stuff. Uh this is this is the equipment issue of the podcast. Equipment. Uh, yeah. You gotta have good equipment. Yes, yes, and you have to treat your equipment nicely. That's right. You gotta right. keep it clean, you gotta keep it functional. Uh we're gonna talk about rings, we're gonna talk about parallettes Hopefully leaving any other kind of P bars out of the situation. Yeah. Um Before we get to that, though, Ryan, anything – what's new with you, man? Nothing much. Nothing much, really. All right. Let's Let's answer answer some questions. questions. Um, So, Ryan, what is your favorite meal?
1: Wow. What is my favorite meal? Yeah. Besides Kentucky Fried Chicken. um, That's a joke, of course. Now, my favorite meal actually is my wife makes incredible quiche – and um, I love it. Don't eat it very often because she doesn't make it very often. But I love quiche. And uh, that might sound kind of funny, but you know what? I don't care. I love quiche. quiche. It's what real men actually eat. That's cool. Well, let me ask you this. Like, what, how would you
0: break down the macronutrient profile of the average quiche that your wife makes?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would just basically say it's it's got everything you need. It's got your carbs, your fats, and your proteins, and you're just good to go. Um, the actual breakdown of it is basically if I know that I'm going to be eating quiche, that she's going to be making it, I just pig out on it, and I just don't even care. That Excellent. that's the way it should Excellent. be. That's the way it should be, man. You know, yes,
0: that is the way it should be. Now, this is of course paleo quiche, right? You're <laughs> absolutely you're, you're using absolutely. Uh, you're not using graham cracker crumbs or anything in uh, mm. in the shell. You're using sand and uh, cardboard, cardboard, sand and cardboard. So basically uh, both style quiche, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, great, so. okay. <laughs> you you joked about KFC, like I I'm not kidding, man. Not KFC, but some fried chicken.
1: Oh yeah. In an ideal fries, future,
0: man. I think all chickens are going to be born pre-fried. That's my <laughs> vision for the ultimate goal of uh, genetically modified foods: is that chickens can be born pre-fried. Like, well, I know Darla would like that. They pop out of the egg, and it's like bam, ready to bam. eat. Here's a drumstick. <laughs> That's what I would really most love. Uh,
1: if that well, just it. you know, just you know this because you lived here in Japan. I just think it's interesting that when christmas comes around the meal of choice over here in japan is kentucky fried chicken kfc is for lovers yes it At is. christmas it is. time that's, that's how it is you get a big bucket of chicken head back and open up presents That's the yeah. way you go um cool
0: so that that's pretty personal so let's let's ask a totally <laughs> non-personal question um okay. as well this one, this one actually has been coming up a lot lately uh people seem to think that if you are tall that you are totally screwed and you can never ever ever learn any skills at all so uh, like I'll just rattle off like 18 variations on this question I'm 6 foot 4 can I still do a handstand I'm over 5 foot 2 can I ever learn the iron cross is there hope for me I'm tall and X uh, what about all these poor poor tall people Who have no chance of ever overcoming the physical limitations of being above average height and will never ever ever be able to learn any kind of interesting skills or get strong at all.
1: Well yeah, that's pretty sad that people might think that. I uh Jarlo and I actually were at Steve Atlas's immersion in Spokane, um, Washington. And one of Steve's students actually is a former professional basketball player the dude is tall i mean it's crazy crazy kind of tall right and he had no well not no problems but you know he can do handstand he works the rings he does all this other stuff so really if a man of his size can do what he's doing pretty much anyone out there can do handstands can work on the rings can use the parallettes Um, It's just a matter of getting in there and doing the work really is what it is. Uh, Don't let something like height or or maybe being a little overweight hold you back from doing something that you want to do. So anyone can do it if you put the time and effort into being able to do it.
0: Yeah, and I'll say like definitely if you are long and skinny and everything – uh, something like Iron Cross is gonna take a sure. lot longer. Yeah, yeah. I mean you, sure. the leverage is not on your side, that's true. But don't discount yourself is what we're trying to say.
1: Yeah. You know? It's it might be a little more difficult, um, depending on what you're doing, but it just again, it doesn't mean that you can't do it. It's just gonna maybe take a little longer. Yeah. But um you can do it. And you
0: can the, do it. Here's the thing it. I'm 5'8. I can't even reach the damn top shelf at the grocery store. So, you know what? If you're 6'4, <laughs> suck it up, pal. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> All right? Anyway, um, look, that's where they keep the booberry crunch. So, that's it's a serious <laughs> issue in my life. <laughs> yeah.
1: That is tough, you gotta get that, the Booberry Crunch
0: It is, it is, well we're coming up on October soon So I'm, I'm ready for the once a year Booberry and Count Chacula to come out <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm excited about it I don't know if I'll actually eat any of it because it's like Yeah, I don't even know if that's food at all
1: I, but Yeah, I've <laughs> never had that before, but yeah, yeah. Might, might have to one of these days on Halloween Yeah,
0: well I mean every year for uh, St. Patrick's Day I actually eat a box of Lucky Charms a whole box—that's pretty impressive, actually. Actually, I usually can't get the whole box down. Uh-huh. But, uh, it it keeps the Guinness going smoothly. So, <laughs> anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, great. So let's talk about equipment. I said we we're going to talk about equipment, and so let's whip it out. Um, we get asked this question a lot uh, about rings and which rings to buy, and there's a whole lot of things to consider. Um, we've always said we recommend the Rogue Wooden Rings, and there's two sizes. Which one is the one that people should get?
1: You should get the 1.11 diameter. And the why ones, is that? It's just uh, you can really just choose whatever you want, to be honest. But I prefer the 1.11 just because they're, uh, the diameter is a little bit smaller and it's easier on, on gripping. Uh, the standard gymnastic size is fatter. And, um, if you're using grips, it might be good to use, but I just prefer the smaller diameter because it's uh, easier on the hands. That's it. Easier on the hands, meaning that it's easier to grip. Yeah.
0: Cool. All right. So then let me ask you this.
1: Why, why would, um, that, well, lots of different reasons. Uh, one of them basically is because gripping, it's actually easier to grip The wooden rings And so let's say that you're sweating uh, Which you will be When you're using the rings probably It's just going to be easier to grip Uh, If you're using chalk The chalk will bind better with the wood um, Making it easier to grip Also they feel better That to be honest for me Is the real reason that I prefer the wooden rings It just feels better It feels Um, good to stroke wood It feels good to stroke the wood And um, same goes for P-bars it's it's got to be wood. There's nothing like uh, working with the wood in the morning, uh, early morning practice. And um, but <laughs> going back to going back to the rings, we'd like to say if you're just beginning on the rings, um, you're just starting off. thinking you want to begin working with the rings? Just get something that's cheap. You know, a pair of plastic rings is going to suit you just fine. Uh, if you if you buy the plastic rings and are having trouble slipping. Can use some chalk, or you know what? You could even take some athletic tape and tape up the rings. Uh, this is something that very common actually is just taping around the rings to help you grip them better. It'd be a little sticky, <laughs> but um, it's gonna help you hold on. Then once you decide that you want to further pursue your your ring your ring practice um then you can think about maybe uh getting a set of wooden rings but wooden rings of course are going to be a lot more are going to cost a lot more than a pair of plastic rings that you could get off of amazon so it just depends on you know where you are uh if you're just starting off what your budget is and how far you want to go with the rings but to go back to the wooden rings, uh, the feel is so much better. And once you start using wooden rings, you won't want to go back to the plastic rings. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I'll also say, you know, we recommend specifically Rogue um, Fitness. Uh, Rogue Fitness is wooden rings, and the reason for that, well, there, there's really two things. One is that we know they're good. Okay, yeah. They're not the only people that make wooden rings. Uh, people ask us about other manufacturers and stuff, and the truth is we don't know. Um, we've heard, I've heard good things about, what, uh, Christians? I've heard good things. Uh, I can't even remember uh, one of the others. Uh, I know that Rogue shipping to Europe is very oh, expensive. Oh, yeah, really
1: good. Yeah, it's, it's expensive, but... But it's it's good. You can trust them. Yeah, but you that's, know it's going to get there is the yeah. thing.
0: And yeah, you might there might be a, a less expensive quality wooden ring that is for sale somewhere in Europe uh, that we don't know about. Uh, but that's the, the reason that we recommend Rogue is just because we know we've we've used them. Yeah, they're and they're super good quality. the The buckles on them are very very oh, solid. Yeah. You do oh. not have to worry about them slipping or over time losing the bite on the on the straps. Yeah, uh,
1: so they've got a really a good. Thing. Yeah, the the strap is also thick, um, which I really like. And then also they have a good wrapping, me- not mechanism, but they have Velcro uh, that you can use for when you roll up the extra, uh, the extra strap, and so it just keeps out of your way. It's really good. and By the way, if. Someone out there listening happens to be a ring manufacturer, or they want me to test out another set of rings. Feel free to send them my way because I would love to test whatever. So yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Um, and we have a lot of people asking about ring recommendations all the time. So uh, you the know, more the merrier. Yeah, the more the merrier. Uh, you know, I don't think Rogue is maybe the right choice for everyone, possibly, but uh, they they definitely make good stuff. Um, and getting back to them, so we, speaking of Rogue, we're also going to talk about paralettes a little bit. And so then the, the follow-up question we get a lot of times is why then do you not recommend the Rogue paralettes? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that's really easy. We had – there's a, he's now a friend of us, a friend of ours, uh, Dusty is his name. And um, he came to us and said, you know, I've made these these P-bars and I want you guys to test them out. And tested them out and they're amazing. I mean they're just great And they're, they're made of wood um, He also Made a special pair Just for me That are lower to the ground And actually longer um, I believe if you want a pair of those He'll probably be able to make them for you But they're great um, Very well constructed uh, Very easy to, just to Take apart And uh, transport But they're solid um, Feel good <laughs> And um I I can't recommend them enough. Rogue, um, I'm sure that they make good set of P bars, but just like I mentioned earlier, I prefer wooden P bars yeah. over um
0: And that's what know. it really comes down to with a yeah. rogue. I mean they're I've I've used their P bars and they're super, super solid. Mm-hmm. Uh they they I think on the website they used to say that they were bomb proof. And oh, you wow, know, I, cool. I don't even doubt it. Like they're they're just ridiculously strong. Um but they're made out of metal, and that's really not a lot of fun to grip and do your workout on. The, the wood feels yeah. nicer, which is why yeah. we recommend that. And that's why when Dusty came to us with an idea, uh, I think it was inspired by – actually, I, I designed uh, a pair of P-bars made out of wood that we yeah those tell are people great, how yeah. to make. And uh, Dusty came back to me with a design that was uh, easier to replicate. Uh, and said, you know, how do you guys feel about that? And so, going back and forth on that is how we came up with, is how he came up with his current design, and it's it's great. It's wood. It feels nice, uh, and it's every bit as sturdy. Now, the thing is, yeah. if yeah. you run a gym and you have dozens of people using these P bars every day, and they're getting like you know moved around and kicked to the corner and brought back out. You know, having a really super sturdy set like the metal ones might be a better investment over the long term because metal yeah, is going to hold that. up. Yeah. You know, yeah. but if you're just using it for your personal use, uh, you know, the ones that Dusty makes are uh handcrafted in the United States by a small business. Uh one guy makes them and they're basically to the specifications that we feel work best for most people and
1: they're just super nice. So, yeah. Um, but that's a great—that's a very good point, though. If you—if you do have a gym, and you know you're using the P bars a lot, there's a good chance that they're going to get thrown around and beat up. Then uh, it might be better to go with a set like um, I forgot where it was. Rogue <laughs> and um, Rogue or the yeah. torque
0: bars or torque. There you go. Yeah, you something
1: know. like
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, that's basically that's basically it with equipment uh, for our programs. We don't really use a lot of equipment, but we use rings, we use p bars. Uh, that's what we recommend, and kind of why we're not saying that that's the only right choice. And we're going to sure. kick you out of our cult if you don't buy the things we recommend. Um, that's right. We we actually I think we do get a commission from from Rogue when people. Go to their site and buy stuff after clicking links from our site. I'm not sure. Uh, really, I didn't even know that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Buy but, more from um, Rogue. Buy yeah. more. But make make sure you go to our site first and click the right link. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, but <laughs> see, it's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing. I mean, I'll tell you, just go to Rogue and get the thing. Yeah, like, just go straight. We through, don't need yeah. the commission. Um, yeah. And, and we also uh, Rusty gives us a, a certain amount back uh, if if somebody buys his, and I think yeah. pretty much the easiest so, so way to is find Dusty. his, yeah, Dusty
1: does that too, yeah,
0: yeah. The, the easiest way to find his stuff <laughs> is through our site anyway. Um, but uh, you know, we we recommend this stuff because it's great, not because
1: yeah. we're getting some super awesome kickback. Um, so what's the benefit of using P bars though over something like Floor? What yeah. do you think, huh? let's get into that question
0: yeah I think that's really important so I mean we we teach a lot of body weight stuff and skills and you know part of our thing is that you know we're teaching you how to control your body when you're not working out so at any time any place any situation that comes up you should have better body control right so then you know shouldn't we be training without equipment but why do we use equipment? Well, because there's benefits, right? Rings, I yep. think it's easy to see what the benefits are. There's a lot of pulling, there's a lot of instability, uh, you know, that builds things that maybe are harder to build just on the floor. But people seem to be confused sometimes about parallettes. Why not just do it on the floor, right? I mean, after all, the only thing you can do with parallettes is either push-ups or L-sits, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you right. can do that's both it. of those on the floor. Okay, so I'm totally lying. There's other stuff you can do. But those are really kind of the two main sort of things, right? Well, so push-ups, yeah, you can do those on the floor. But uh, there's are reasons that you would want to work on parallel push-up variations. L-sits too, you can do those on the floor. But there's some very, very good reasons why L-sits on P-bars are a very good thing to learn. And so just from a physics point of view looking at the tool though there's really two things that p bars offer uh and that's one is leverage uh you're gripping something that is pressing against the floor you have leverage against the floor (coughs) you don't have to press directly into it and the second is ground clearance height it lifts you up and so let's talk a little bit about both of those things and how they could help you uh Ryan, why don't you start yeah, with some yeah. of the height of P-bars yeah, because I think that's really important.
1: Yeah, the height—that's very good. Um, so looking at these two points and just first mm-hmm. focusing on the height, what this does is it allows you to actually progress at a pace um, that that will let you perform a particular skill. And sometimes on floor you don't you're not able to do that. And thanks to the height, you can start working on things. Let's say the L-sit on the L-sit because you're elevated off of the ground by using the P-bars, you can perform things like a tuck um, where your legs are bent and let your legs fall slightly down and below the P-bars. You're not able to do that on the floor. So because you are elevated, you can start working at a lower level and a level that would suit you better. Um, You know, other things. Of course, push-ups. When the When the P-bars are a little bit higher, it's actually going to be a little bit easier. But it can also allow you to go deeper uh, between the P-bars if that is something that you need to work on. So this height is actually going to let you adjust the progression level and let you actually uh, advance at a more, well, I would say at a faster pace. Just because uh, you do have that clearance and it allows you to do other things that you might not be able to do on floor.
0: Yeah, absolutely, um, and the leverage too is is super important. I think um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since you're gripping instead of pressing, it allows you to use your wrist uh, to control, uh, basically the, the 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 relationship between your shoulders and. Your your wrist to have a lot more control over that. You can you can use your wrist to control whether your shoulders are a little forward or a little back, and that gives you a lot more control over where your weight is situated, which can be super helpful for something like an L sit if you don't quite have enough strength to lift your your legs up very high yet or if your mobility is restricted then it gives you something that you can kind of you can push forward a little bit and that actually brings your hips back behind your shoulders and gives you a little bit more leverage on that. Uh, Likewise also with pressing variations uh, since you're gripping it actually allows you to take your shoulders much further forward of your hands uh, which is good for conditioning your shoulders and, uh, and elbow ligaments and everything for getting into a lot more of a, more of a kind of planche-ish type of situation where your weight is a lot further forward of your hands and
1: conditioning for
0: that kind of thing.
1: Uh, yeah. With the wrist, uh, also to just go go into that a bit more. Yeah, totally. With the wrist, because of the position of your hand on the P-bars, and just like Andy said that you're gripping, the actual position of your wrist is neutral. And so you're not bending at the wrist. Because you are gripping, you're... Arm is actually straight, and so it doesn't put the pressure necessarily on your wrist that it would as if your hand were flat on the floor with your fingers facing forward. A lot of people have trouble um, working on new movements, Uh, let's just say the planche. A person might want to work on the planche and have difficulty uh, with their hand on the ground, fingers facing forward, because they don't yet have the wrist strength nor the wrist flexibility. A lot of times, the P-bars will allow a person to start working on the planche uh, and start gaining the strength necessary to begin working on the planche in a way that allows their wrist to gradually uh, strengthen and uh, gain the flexibility necessary to transfer onto the floor. A lot of times when working a planche Without the P-bars, where you're working on the floor, it's necessary to turn your fingers out to the side because there's so much pressure on your wrist with the fingers facing forward. But uh, that's why sometimes it's good to work the planche on the P-bars because it's a neutral position with the wrist and you can just work the strength. Um, component of the planche then once you get it you transfer onto the floor another thing too is if you are working the planche on the floor with the fingers facing forward and your wrists do tire you can transfer back to the planche or pardon me back to the p-bars give your rest give your wrists a break so that you can continue working your planche so, so that's kind just of like one, a mechanical one drop set Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. And so that's just one other thing, too. Um, of course, that depends on how your wrist. And sometimes we do get questions of people saying that I'm using the P-bars and my wrist really hurt. Um, part of the reason is usually just because the wrist position is slightly off. So uh, it's just like with the rings, same thing. Um, but that's very – there's actually three reasons right there uh, where the P-bars might be um, – I don't want to say better, but could help you out. They're just useful. Mm- Yeah, a little more useful sometimes than the floor when transferring and uh, learning new things.
0: I should also mention that when we say easier, like that's not mean – that doesn't mean it's cheating. Uh, Right. You know, because – yes, in a lot of ways, doing the harder variation is the better exercise. But if you're not ready for the harder variation, then you have no business doing it. You need to do the appropriate uh, version of the skill for you. Yes. If – If the particular version of the progression you're working on for planche or for L-sit or for anything is too difficult for you to do on the floor, then using parallettes can create an intermediate step because it gives you a little bit of leverage and a little bit of height. Don't think of it as cheating. Think of it as an intermediate step, and you can use that tool and still work to the limits of your ability but bring it down where it's doable instead of – so hard that you can't even get started with it
1: yep great point Barry and that's it is uh, allowing yourself to work on it without killing yourself (laughs) that's what it is so I see a lot of people trying to do things on the ground and they're like oh my wrist just hurts so bad well you know what Um, switch to the p-bars just for a little bit work on getting the form down and then sometimes when you go back to the floor it's going to help handstands are the same way (laughs) You know, working on holding your handstands for longer and longer periods of time um, is very good on the p-bars because of your wrist position. It gives your wrists a break. Then move back to the floor and work on there. It's also very different, so it's kind of fun uh, and uh, a new challenge of sorts. Uh, trying to find uh, what's going on in your wrists and things like that. So, by the way, if you do have wrist issues, uh, go ahead and be sure to check out our YouTube channel because we have a lot of good. Um, wrist prep videos up there for you. Absolutely. So
0: yeah. So that's that's what we think about equipment. Um, we should also say you know there's a lot of equipment that we we don't necessarily recommend, but it, that doesn't mean it's bad. Um, you know, like for example weights and barbells. I mean we don't we don't talk about them, but we use them and we think they're great. You know, feel free to use that stuff. Uh, you know, people now are into like climbing ropes. Why don't we have why don't we have climbing rope one? Why don't we do climbing ropes? Well because it's a piece of equipment that most people just don't have a place to put. you know if you live in a house with eight foot ceilings, I mean you could buy a rope and hang it, but you'll only have six feet of climbable actual space. It's like it, why you know So it's one of those things that you kind of it's a specialized thing that maybe won't have as much utility for everyone battling ropes. Uh, apparently they're great for your grip and cardio, but I don't know. I just see that as more of a an add-on to your real training a lot of times. Mm. Yeah. A lot of these things. Medicine balls. Medicine balls are really cool, and you can build an entire program around them. But why? Because every exercise you, most of the exercises you would do, would be a compromise. So you know, medicine balls are a great accessory uh, that you can use for a lot of things, but. The reason we, we stick to recommending uh, mostly rings and parallets is that you can build an entire program around them, uh, and they're very functional in, in that way. Yeah.
1: Uh, cool. And I can hear someone out there going, but what about legs? Well, I'll do some barbell squats.
0: Yeah, do some right. squats, do some jumps, do some lunges. Um, you know, there's all kinds of things you can do for your legs. Um, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we uh, got equipment covered.
0: I don't don't know, man. There's one more question I think really needs to be addressed, right? All right, let's do
1: it. What do you think about club bells? Club bells. You know what? I used club bells for a very, 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 very long time. Um, I don't use them anymore. They, um, you know, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Um, Club bells were great for me for my judo. They really were. There were things like the swipes and the mills that really helped me strengthen um, my shoulders and my arms for what I needed to do to throw people in judo. But I'll just say I'm not into them anymore. That's it. I'll be nice about it. Yeah, and there's nothing nothing wrong with them. Nothing wrong with them. It's just a tool. And if it helps you to get closer to your goal of whatever you want to do, then great. Use it. But – you know, I don't know. Now I don't believe that a whole program needs to be created around it, and just that. And if you don't use something else, then you're a bad person. So, yeah,
0: um, yeah. I think they're also a good accessory tool. Um, kettlebells are also similar; they're a great accessory tool. Kettlebells, though, because they're more compact and often heavier, I think, uh, and since they allow a lot more, uh, a lot more. Uh, Thrust to be generated for uh, because they don't have a long lever. Something like you know swings. Uh, I think kettlebells can be used as a main equipment, but there again, we don't make a program for that because there are so many people that make great programs for kettlebells that we don't sure. need to add noise to that. So anyway, that's what we think about equipment, folks. Uh, Send your hate mail to www.screwoff.com. We don't really care if you hate us because of our opinions on equipment, but uh, we do have a lot of really interesting things that use rings and parallettes and your own body weight at goldmetalbodies.com. And uh, if you have any questions about any of those things, or about any of the other equipment, feel free to ask. Uh, We're not anti anything. Uh, We just have our own opinions. No, no. You know, we we know what we've seen work, and we know what we've seen also fail to work. And
1: uh, so that's where all
0: that's coming from.
1: Right. Anything else? I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'll I'll never comment on something if I haven't used it before. So uh, yeah. You know, hey. That's it. I don't have anything else to say. I think, I think we covered it. I um, think we've talked a yeah. lot about
0: our equipment today, and um, <laughs> I think it's good.
1: <laughs> All right, man. So uh, go check out the, the goldmetalbodies.com homepage and also check us out on Facebook. All right. Yeah. <laughs>